Recent research shows more adults are suffering from symptoms of depression. COVID-19 and the lockdown may be one factor. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco has the story. Gina? Thanks, Chris. A groundbreaking new study representing Americans coast-to-coast in various demographic groups verifies that since COVID-19, symptoms of depression are dramatically higher. People in crisis should grab a pen and paper. In a few minutes, I'm going to give a phone number to get free counseling. Joining us now is the study's lead author, Catherine Etman, doctoral student at Brown University School of Public Health. Ms. Etman, how much worse did the mental health picture get in this country since COVID-19 arrived? We had three major findings. First, we found that one quarter of Americans reported depression, and second, this represented a threefold increase over what it was before COVID, and third, people with fewer resources were the ones who were more likely to have depression. So among the different demographic groups you looked at in quite an extensive list, were any spared from an increase in depression symptoms? Well, as you note, we saw people with lower income were twice as likely to have depression, and among people with the same income but who had less in savings were one and a half times more likely to have depression. And were there any demographic groups that stuck out in your mind as having the most dramatic increases in depression symptoms? We did see a large increase in depression symptoms among persons who identified as non-Hispanic Asian, saw an 18.7 percentage point increase in the prevalence of depression symptoms, which is a five-fold increase. Now, of those people in your study who reported symptoms of depression or that said their depression was higher, are we saying that more people reported symptoms of depression or that depressed people got more depressed? This study looked at prevalence of depression at a point in time, April of 2020. So it is possible that people who had a history of depression were also experiencing it in this moment, as well as new cases of depression. Ms. Etman, your school's website says the mental health toll of COVID seems far greater than prior mass traumas. Can you tell us why that might be? Yes. So we were surprised at the high levels of depression. These rates were higher than what we have seen in the general population after other large-scale traumas like September 11th, Hurricane Katrina, and the Hong Kong unrest. And the reason for that is probably this is not one event. This is both COVID and the fear and anxiety around COVID, as well as the dramatic economic consequences associated with it. And evidence for that comes in particular from the disproportionate burden of depression on people with fewer resources. So could you compare, for instance, the level of depression in this current pandemic to, say, the degree of mental illness after the 9-11 attacks? After the 9-11 attacks, we saw 9.6% prevalence of depression in Manhattan residents. Typically, after traumatic events, we have seen a two-fold increase, but we have not seen a three-fold increase. This is higher than what we have typically seen after other large-scale traumas. Ms. Etman, do we know, or could we perhaps speculate, that social distancing rules might make us feel a little more isolated, and perhaps that could drive depression? People are surprisingly resilient, and the studies that have come out so far 
have not suggested that loneliness is increasing tremendously, which may be surprisingly. That being said, our study shows that stressors that are being experienced are associated with a higher level of mental illness during this time. As I mentioned earlier, people in crisis can get free confidential counseling 24-7. One resource is called the Disaster Distress Helpline. That phone number is 800-985-5990. Again, 800-985-5990. Ms. Entman, let me ask you, would you say people who aren't sure if they should reach for help need to go ahead and try to get that help anyway? I think to those who may be feeling depressed during this time, know that you are not alone and that medical care can help. Catherine Edmond of Brown University School of Public Health, lead author on a major new study about rates of depression. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. And that's it for this week's show. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks, the home of world-class web hosting. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.